Hello, everyone. You know, being a pastor and a coach for the past 30 years, there's a particular question I get asked very often, and it's this, how do I live in freedom? Now, when I'm talking about freedom, I'm talking about freedom in living, loving, serving, giving, and yes, even receiving. So that's an active, continual freedom in every area, every aspect of your life. Now, this is the third episode of this series because there's basically five decisions we must make to live in total freedom. Now, the first one is the the, the foundation. We have to do this first. And the first decision I shared a couple of weeks ago with you was we must take personal responsibility. That's the foundation of all life and every relationship, business adventure, ministry adventure. We must take responsibility for ourselves and our decisions. And then the second one is simply that um, we must grow, right? We must make a decision to continually grow because if we're not growing, we're dying. And that has to do with every area and every aspect of your life. So you're never going to truly experience success until you understand what growing is and until you also understand what I shared with you about fulfillment because success is a science, right? Fulfillment is an art. And if you don't have both of those, like a train track running simultaneous, you're going to be off somewhere in your life. Now, now let's get to the third one. That This is the third episode and the third decision we must make if we're going to live in total freedom. And it's this, uh, I pursue proximity and, and invite accountability. Now, that sounds a little weird, right? I pursue proximity and I invite accountability. Why is that? Proximity is power. We see people hanging out with powerful people. Maybe they're their assistant or their undersecretary or whatever it might be, or their VP. Just being in the presence and serving or leading with or serving under someone, the power, whether it's political power, business power, whatever it is, what happens is that person in proximity has power. But here's the way it works in even a greater way for you. Proximity is power because we are the sum total today of all the, of the five people we spend the most time with. The five people we spend the most time with will determine the kind of power you live in and you walk in, and it will determine the accountability you live by. Because the reason we pursue proximity is we want to be around people that are going to help us to grow. You know, if you're if you're in the proximity of people and they're kind of low livers and low thinkers, you could be a high liver, high thinker. Before long, you'll be just a little above them. Not much. You'll be so similar. The the uh, average observer would never be able to tell the difference. And so that's why we pursue proximity. We want to keep our friendships and people we love in our life. But there's certain things like for me, for instance, being a pastor, an entrepreneur and a business coach now for 30 years. I have different peer groups, but in those peer groups, there's about five really key people that are kind of almost specialists in certain areas of my life, whether it might be relationships and counseling. There's a, a mentor of mine, Dr. John Walker. I have uh, an amazing several key business leaders like national business owners, investors, and so on that, that are part of my peer group. Uh, spiritual leaders, some sp two spiritual giants in my life that that are there for me spiritually. One doing with the prophetic, 
and 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 understanding vision and moving forward, the other pastoring, shepherding, loving, and growing people. So I have these five different people, really about seven in my life, that raise the bar in my life, man. I help raise the bar in their life in some area, and we're accountable to one another. And as we're accountable to one another, man, there's a great power in that. We're actually covenant brothers, and it's so, so cool. So having these people and having environments where you can share your heart, where you can bear your soul, but you can also encourage and love while someone else while they're doing the same, and we learn from one another, right? That's the way you mentor. Mentoring is when I share with you mistakes or successes I've had so you can either not have those mistakes or have greater successes than me. So it's really about sharing our story, sharing our life. And that only comes when we're in proximity. And today it's so cool with all the, like we've been doing Zoom for years and I love Zoom. So through Zoom calls or any FaceTime, whatever, you have all these tools now uh, that you can you can hook up with people around the world like I do, people in different states and even on a different continent. So I have to do what? If I want to live in freedom, total freedom, I want, I must pursue proximity and invite accountability. Now, greatness attracts greatness. Greatness attracts greatness. So I want to give you five ways God's power is amplified through our proximity and accountability. Five ways God's power is amplified, amped up in our life through proximity and accountability. The first way is this. We grasp love better together. That's right. We grasp love better together. You know, I'm a love guy, man. I mean, whether it's in ministry, man, I just can't help say, hey, I love you, man. You know, or in business and, and people sometimes don't know me that well. I go, yeah, I love you, man. And they're looking at me like, oh, what's up with this guy? I thought we were doing a business deal. I, I'm just a lover. I'm, I'm a hugger. I'm a lover and I love people. And so for me, man, it's critical. And it's that way with my, my two adult sons, you know, uh, one has grown, graduated from college, married. The other one is in college. And every we never end a call, a text, or say goodbye without saying, I love you. And if we can hug, we're hugging, right? What is that? Same with my wife, Steph. We're lovers. And we've understood that we love better together. You can't, a lot of people say, well, I love people. I just don't want to be around them that much. Well, that's not love because there's no power in it. Uh, uh, Power can only be released through love is when we're in proximity with other people, right? God himself is in community. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. He's got his angels and the Holy, right? And us. So even God operates through community. Why would you and I operate any differently? The second way that God's power is amplified is what? We dream better together. Man, we dream better together. That means what? When you're in a strong peer group and you're sharing your dream, they're going to ask you key questions. They're going to ask you some questions you probably won't have the answer for. That's what you want, right? The, the, there's power in that. It, it ups your game. It ups your research. It ups your, your knowledge and your wisdom that we are better together. We dream better together. We pray bigger prayers. Uh, we attack. We accomplish bigger things. Why? Because when we dream together, iron sharpens iron. And the proximity of master. What what is a mastermind? It's when you bring multiple minds at a high level, turning into one mind on a topic with focus, and it's it becomes a mastermind. And that's really what dreaming together is. Then the third way is we unleash power better together. 
well, we know there's what strength in numbers, right? So, man, there's just times I feel defeated or I feel like, man, how am I going to get through this? Or how am I going to, and man, I could just hook up with one or two of my people that I'm in covenant with. And oh my goodness, I just feel like, let's go for the fight. Let's do this. Whatever it is. Why? Because there's power in that proximity. We don't even have to be in the same city, man. We can do it over the phone. We can do it through texting. We can do it through a Zoom call, FaceTime, whatever. But it's just such a power together when we're in proximity and we're, we're accountable to one another. The fourth way is this, we give God more glory together. That's right. We give God more glory together. When we are planted in a local church as believers, you know, if we're not planted in a local church, guys, we're like a, a duck that's out of water, right? We need church like water. Why? Because God said, assemble yourselves together, right? Bring a song, bring a psalm, bring a word. And, and what it is that he understands that he is a God of community. And we are his lifeblood on the earth. The only way he can give a cool drink of water is if we do it. The only way he can feed the hungry is if we, his sons and daughters, do it. So we need to understand that God operates in community and through community. And for you and I, if we're going to just truly have um, give God more glory, more praise. What's glory mean? The Greek word for glory is doxa. It means God made visible or God seen or God God's presence. <clears throat> so whenever we give God glory, we're making God seen. Whenever we do a good act, whenever we, we make a difference in someone's life on God's behalf, we're making him felt, we're making him heard, we're making him seen. And you, you, you can't do missions without community, right? It takes a community to reach a community. And then finally, the fifth is we leave a legacy better together where? In church, where we're planted with a community of believers, whether you operate as a business entrepreneur, whether you operate as a prophet, pastor, evangelist, teacher, it all begins in a local church. We're here together. And that's why I have a mixture of five-fold ministry friends as well as business and entrepreneur leaders in my core uh, accountability group. And we all help one another and, and see and do and say things that encourage us. So what are we saying? There's power in being planted. And so the generations following us can follow. If, if they can't see where you've been and catch where you catch what you used to do or what you said, how can they move beyond that? So we're here for the not only this generation. But for generations to come, they got to be able to track where you've been, man. They got to be able to track where, you, where you're starting. How did someone know what you accomplished if they don't know where you started and where you were 10, 10% of the way, 50%, 80%, 100% What does that do? That gives them a track record so they can stand on your shoulders and do more than you ever imagined. And isn't that the true uh, key to legacy and success is that you enabled someone else to do more and to do it greater than you could ever do on your own. That's where the, the key of proximity and power, making that decision that you're going to pursue it, pursue people challenge you. They're going to love you, but they're not going to be easy on you. And you're going to offer great things to them and be accountable to one another, be faithful to one another to follow through on whatever you committed to. If you do that, you're going to give God great glory and leave an amazing legacy.